You are listening to the Thriving Empire podcast with Stephanie Holland, episode nine. Welcome to the Thriving Empire podcast, where it's all about stabilizing the roller coaster of starting up so that you can launch your ideas with more passion, purpose, and vision. I'm your host, strategist, traveler, and coconut macaroon addict, Stephanie Holland. So let's get started. Well, hello. What's happening in your world today? Lots of good stuff, I hope. I hope you've got some time planned to do something that you absolutely love. I'm excited today because at five o'clock, I'm meeting my two besties and we're going to go to a beach where we can actually swim really far out at sunset. Now, I live in one of the top 10 surf destinations in the world and I'm not even a surfer, so don't even ask me why. I just love the beach here. But it does mean that the waves right outside my apartment on the main beach are really big and really scary. So I'm really excited to be able to swim quite far out in a much safer place. And then we're going for Lebanese. I'm absolutely mad for taboulet and the gazpacho at this place is absolutely ridiculous. And then there's the bakery next door with a flowerless chocolate cake. There's just so much to look forward to today in my world. I'm really excited. Um, it's just about the small things, right? It's the small things. But first, today I'm writing this episode for you. And actually, when I was thinking of um, a name for this episode, I couldn't stop thinking of Madonna's song, Into the Groove. She goes, and you can dance for inspiration. That's, that's the first line. And I'm actually going to put a link in the show notes because it's just such a cool song. That woman, seriously, is such an inspiration and she keeps on going. She is like a creative machine. Now that's a woman with powerful habit and ritual. So if you listened to the last episode, episode eight, I'm curious to know if you've been trying one of your new rituals for the last seven days and what that's been like. Send me an email at stephanie at stephanieholland.co and share your story with me. That would be super cool to hear from you. Okay, so today we're talking about getting into your own groove. And in this episode, I want to talk about your three critical rhythms and how to get in sync with them so that you can be more focused, productive, creative, and efficient. Because here's the thing, we spend our lives synced into the status quo. We learn what we're taught at school. We follow the paths laid out in front of us on offer. And to steal a few, the next few lines from my own book, The Freedom Philosophy, when I ask my clients about their vision, at first, many of them have trouble thinking of anything beyond a house and a car and perhaps a partner and family to share those things with. Is that all most people want? Are they simply unimaginative? No. One, it shows us that we've come to believe that a very few specific things and experiences can meet our needs. And two, it shows that we're not used to being asked the question and are therefore not at all capable of thinking about it, let alone answering it. Much like breathing, sleeping, and eating, we're not taught to experiment with or explore our vision outside of life coaching and personal development coach circles, which often get a bad rap because they don't seem tangible. And so our life becomes a pick and mix from a very limited selection from the same menu at the same restaurant as everyone else. Yep, a little bit of variation here and there, but much the same meal. So I wrote this book three or four years ago now, and you know, still my clients come to me anxious, burnt out, confused, and depressed, and overwhelmed, and over it because it is the same thing. They've spent their lives conforming to a rhythm set by the status quo, designed pretty much to keep us debt slaves, keeping the system ticking along nicely and functioning on autopilot until retirement and then death. 
<laughs> As you can imagine, watching The Matrix resonated with me a thousand percent. And that was back in 1999. And, you know, it would be, after watching that movie, it would be another eight years before I myself would choose the red pill and enter the rabbit hole, the gateway to which was first asking what I really, truly wanted from my life and then embarking on the journey to claim it and being, you know, being fully open up to what, wherever that might take me. And I think the reason that so many of us stick to the status quo for so long is the better the devil you know than the devil you don't. And it's really hard to make decisions and to take personal responsibility for your life, to stake a claim for the life you really want and then to go for it because we're not really programmed that way. But honestly, that's where I always do the twilight test when I'm not sure if I should make a certain decision. I imagine myself as a 90-year-old woman looking back on my life and I ask myself, what will I wish I had done now at that point in time? And the answer is always, always to go for it. And to steal from Susan Jeffers, the answer is always to feel the fear and do it anyway. That's what my 90-year-old self tells me when I ask her this question right now. And actually, a few years ago, I asked my grandmother, who is now 92, what she would change if she could go back to being 18 the year before she married my grandfather. And she took a few moments to, to think about this. She closed her eyes and then she opened them and she said, everything. And you know what? I never want that to be my answer when I'm actually 90. So let's detach from the status quo right now and get you into your groove ASAP. So here are the three rhythms, your creative rhythm, your productivity rhythm, and your lifestyle rhythm. Because here's the thing. I believe that thinking about these rhythms can help you immediately fast track your productivity, efficiency, and focus in your life and in your work. Because most successful entrepreneurs don't keep a nine to five schedule. They lean into all of their natural rhythms wherever they might sit in the 24 hour clock. So take Sir Richard Branson, for example. He's another one of my personal heroes. You have to read Losing My Virginity. It is such a good book. His natural rhythm involves bungee jumping and delighting his cruise, his Virgin Atlantic cruise with surprise getaways. He's built a business around his own rhythm that allows him to work in his own zone of genius while his business ticks around him. He doesn't and never has slaved away at his laptop all day. Nine and five are probably not even in his vocabulary, right? He probably counts one, two, three, four, six. <laughs> but anyway, I know of several female entrepreneurs with husbands and toddlers alongside them who earn six figures a year working just 10 or 25 hours a week. They work when it suits them, but they work smart and they lean into their own rhythms. That's what makes that kind of work style possible. So imagine if you could build a six-figure business before you even quit your job, or even if you've already quit, if you could build a six-figure or even seven-figure business just working three days a week or four hours a day, it's possible because people are doing it. And it's very possible if you find your own rhythms and then build your business around those rhythms. Because here's the thing, you're not going to quit your job and start a business and wake up that morning being like, hey, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm awesome, I'm ready to go and you know, have your business thrive. You're not gonna wake up that first day of being a business and act like a totally different person. You're gonna have to unlearn a lot of your, 
you know, unproductive, unpowerful, disempowering programming first. So with leaning into your rhythms, learning how to do that, you can really maximize your creativity, productivity, and lifestyle and, and embrace that entrepreneurial mindset that you need to build a thriving life, lifestyle, and business. So let's talk about your creative rhythm. Your creative rhythm is about aligning with your creative heartbeat. So think about it as a rhythm, right? Your pulse, ba-boom, ba-boom. It's a heartbeat. It's a rhythm. It flows. It's active. It's dynamic. So think about these following questions. When do you feel most creative? Which parts of the day? When do ideas flow most freely for you? Where are you when your creativity flows most freely? I shared in the last episode that I write my books under trees and in forests. I love to be around nature. That's when I do my my best creative work. Also, what do you need around you to help channel your creativity? What What are your creative tools or muses? I have a few systems that I love to use, like OmWriter, where I do all my writing, that really um, helps me get into a writing rhythm and helps me crack out 2,000 words really quickly, actually. And also, how long does your creative flow last so that you can just enjoy it and not try to force yourself to work um, or to be creative for two hours? If really your creative flow is just 30 minutes dense, that's totally fine. So let's talk about your productivity rhythm. Your productivity rhythm is about maximizing your productivity so you can work smarter, not harder. So this is about less time working and a lot more time for your life and your art and the things that you really enjoy doing. So in your business or startup, this also means streamlining your admin, your operations, your customer support, all the things that need to happen to maintain your business so that you also have more time for marketing, sales, and product development, the things that actually grow your business. So here are the questions for that. When do you feel most productive? Which times of the day? I love to do my admin on Friday afternoons. I don't know why. I think all my creative juice is used up, but I'm still kind of awake and alert. So I get everything that needs to be done admin-wise on Friday afternoons. That's when I do it. Second question, where are you when you are most productive? Okay, here's where I love to work on my admin I do it in cafes. I love the buzz of a cafe. I don't really need my own space and silence to be productive, but I do to be creative. So when I'm doing my admin and my ops, I'm usually in a cafe and definitely away from my kitchen because when I'm doing stuff that bores me like admin, I tend to look for tasty snacks. (laughs) So also, what do you need to focus on administrative or operational tasks? Again, this is your process, your systems. What do you need to help you focus Um, Types of music, certain tools. I use post-it notes for a lot of things. That really helps me focus. And then also, same with creativity. How long does your natural attention span operate? Well, for me, I actually do this in four-hour blocks. I don't really need to feel passionate about my admin. Well, I do feel passionate about my admin as a means to an end. You know, doing my accounting. I try to keep up with it weekly. And then at the end of the year, I just have to click one button. I use the accounting tool Free Agent. It's completely automated. I just upload all of my expenses and things weekly. And then once a year, I click a button and do my taxes. It's really, really fast. So in that sense, I really do have passion for my admin and it helps me focus on getting the admin done. Um, And also it means I don't mind spending three to four hours on it one week in one session. So that's me. 
So the third rhythm is your lifestyle rhythm. And this is about reimagining your day-to-day by integrating the things that you love to do most with what you've always wanted to do where you live. So you don't have to travel the world and move location and move to the mountains or move to the beach. You could if you wanted to, but really you could just enjoy your life and your day-to-day where you are by thinking a bit more creatively about the things you love to do and the things you've always wanted to do. So here are the questions. What activities energize you the most? What do you love doing? I think you know by now how much I love my hammock. Hammock is part of my lifestyle. It's where I sit between writing podcast episodes. It's where I sit to do my super thinking on challenges that I have in my life and work. It's where I go to read every afternoon and it's where I sit in the evening to unwind after coming back from my sunset stretch. This is such a beautiful part of my lifestyle. I love it. Also, what is unique about your environment or location? And are you really enjoying those things? You know, if you're in London, are you going to the theater? Are you going out to amazing restaurants? If you're on the beach, are you spending time on the beach? I know it's very easy from living on the beach myself after a while to stop appreciating it. So think about your environment and location and how you can start to appreciate where you are because you know there are millions of people who would love to live exactly where you're living right now. The third question is interesting. So I want you to fill in the blank on this one. I've always wanted to dot, dot, dot. This could be doing a design workshop. This could be starting some kind of new hobby anything you like. What have you always wanted to do? Maybe start learning Spanish, start learning some kind of language, anything. And question four is another fill in the blank. If I worked for myself, I would dot, dot, dot. What is it you always said you would do or wouldn't do if you worked for yourself? And then either do that or stop doing that. I know for me, I said that I would never work Monday to Friday, nine to five, but actually early in my business, I start, started doing that. And that was not the lifestyle rhythm that I wanted to create for myself. I wanted to create a rhythm that really maximized when I was creative, when I was productive and a- allowed me to create a really amazing lifestyle. And I had to notice that before I could change it. So ask yourself, what, what did you say in answer to, if I worked for myself, I would dot, 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 before you even started and then go do that. So there you have it, folks. How to get into your own groove so that you can maximize your creativity, productivity, efficiency, and focus, and many other things too. Now, if you have the Freedom Philosophy Podcast Season Study Pack, you can dive straight into Worksheet 2.2 and start syncing with your own rhythms right now. Start getting into your own groove hopefully doing the worksheet while you're listening to Madonna's Into the Groove. (laughs) But if not, if you don't have the power pack um, or podcast pack, rather, don't worry. You can grab it by heading over to the show notes at stephanieholland.co forward slash nine and using the code podcast at checkout for 50% off. You're going to get the digital copy of the book, The Freedom Philosophy, that I read from in the beginning of this episode, actually, and the workbook that comes with a worksheet for each podcast episode. You'll also get the audiobook so you can listen on the go and a ton of other resources, templates, and video lessons that I don't share anywhere else. And don't forget, you can still register for the seven-day visionary leadership challenge where you're going to craft a vision for your life that excites the crap out of you and create a dynamic vision that creates unstoppable driving force behind your ideas. The next live round starts Sunday, the 3rd of February. Just head over to stephanieholland.co forward slash live to find out more and enroll. I hope I'll see you there. But in the meantime, have a beautiful day and a week and I'll see you next week. Bye.